it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. Right now, we have the the wackos. Marjorie Taylor Greene and Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. The wackos on, and I'm, I'm making air fingers quotes in here, the wackos. She's a wacko. Hold on, hold on, hold on. The two of them, the two of them are saying essentially the same thing on Russia. Essentially the same thing. That maybe we shouldn't enforce the no-fly zone. Maybe we shouldn't go in boots on the ground putting uh, American troops in a war with Russia. So I, I, I asked the question. I asked the question, and I do have some pretty dumb audio of AOC equating uh, fossil fuels with the rape of, of uh, uh, Native American women, but we'll, we'll put that aside for a minute. If the wackos, right, to MSNBC, Marjorie Taylor Greene is the worst of the worst, to Fox News, AOC is the worst of the worst. So... Let's just agree that it's the worst of the worst on both sides. If the wackos on both sides are saying, let's stay out of the conflict in Ukraine, what is the sensible position then? Because if I I listen to Liz Cheney long enough, it sounds like all she wants to do is get into a war. Same thing for Adam Kinzinger. Representative Mike Quigley of Illinois, he's all in for the no-fly zone. And there are others. Steny Hoyer says, we're at war. We are at war. No, we're not. No, we're not. We can absolutely sympathize with what is taking place in Ukraine and aid them to the best of our ability without getting ourselves in a war. But listen to this. Here's cut 10. Here's Steny Hoyer. who Steny Hoyer thinks we've declared war with Russia. Cut 10. This polarization is hurting our country. This polarization where we are not thinking about the substance, but the politics is hurting America. And the fact at a time of war, we're at war. We're not physically on the field with the Ukrainians, but we ought to do everything we possibly can to make sure that they uh, can, uh, can meet this enemy and defeat this enemy. And we need to be united in that effort. We ought to all remind ourselves that we are Americans. We may be Democrats, we may be Republicans, we may be something else, but we are Americans. And Zelensky was right. We're the leaders. We're the leaders of free world. We're the leaders of the free world with $30 trillion in debt. A Congress that just passed another $1.5 trillion spending package and is passing another package related to COVID relief. And if you dare ask Nancy Pelosi about it, who the hell do you think you are? Just so you know, and this is breaking news from the Daily Mail, the Biden administration has now reversed the expedited removal program initiated during the Trump years. So no, we're not going to have 200,000 people crossing the border and clogging up our court system and sitting here for four to five years. Then we say, well, we can't deport them. 
So we've got a border crisis. We've got an energy crisis. We got a food price crisis. We have an inflation crisis. We have a homelessness crisis, not getting a lot of attention right now, but we have it. And we still have a veteran suicide crisis. And the sensible position now, the sensible people. I mean, if the wackos are saying no war with Russia, and they're the wackos, the sensible people are saying we're at war. This is war. Congress has not declared war. Funny, none none of these people have the guts to go to the House or Senate floor and stand up and say, I declare war. Or I'm introducing legislation to declare war. They just keep saying we're at war. Now, what is happening in Ukraine is tragic. But let me lay something out for you. Let me lay something out for you. This would immediately turn into a two-front war. World War III would be worse than World War II on some levels. For one, the minute we commit ground troops in Ukraine, the Chinese are going to attack Taiwan. Are we going to defend Ukraine and Taiwan? If that happens, the North Koreans are going to attack South Korea and perhaps even Japan. Are we going to defend Taiwan, South Korea, and Ukraine? the Iranians are going to immediately launch strikes against Israel. Are we going to defend Ukraine, South Korea, perhaps Japan, Taiwan, and Israel? And then you know what's going to happen. Every other terrorist organization hiding out in places like Africa, they're going to make their moves. And the difference between World War II and World War III is how many countries have nukes. But what I just laid out for you, is there anybody that's going to say, would all of it happen? Maybe not. But if China has a timeline for launching an attack on Taiwan, you don't think it's going to coincide with the United States entering a war with Russia? Remember, the Taliban has $80 billion worth of military hardware, our military hardware. You think they're going to be sitting there going, what do we do with all this stuff while the Americans are distracted? I don't know. What do you think? If the United States goes to war with Russia, it is going to be worse than World War II. Now, obviously, the Holocaust... And can we just, what is taking place in Ukraine is war, it's awful. But the Holocaust was the German government rounding up its own people for extermination. The the immediate run to make everything that's bad in the world into the Nazis, Hitler, and the Holocaust. And if you don't agree to make everything bad in the world, the Nazis, Hitler, and the Holocaust, it's like you're not taking it seriously. No, sometimes it's not comparable. Wine 695 Patriot 9572874. Who doesn't see these dominoes going down? Now, I'm not going to say that this is on the mind of Marjorie Taylor Greene or AOC, but clearly... 
Something has got them uniting. You know, you can hear someone say something you agree with and not adopt everything else that they've said. So if you're a, you know, NPR tote bag carrying type of person that sits at home by themselves with a mask on, lowering the mask every time you take a bite during the Rachel Maddow show, you can hear Marjorie Taylor Greene and go, you know what, going to war might be a bad idea. You know, they go, well, if she says not to go to war, then we have to go to war because I don't want to be on the side of Marjorie Taylor Greene. And the reverse is for AOC. Conjure up whatever stereotype you want. It could be me. But there are, there are more things to weigh than what Zelensky is trying to draw us into. Because, again, if China attacks Taiwan, what effect does that have on Zelensky? I don't know. But you know what, what effect it's going to have? It's going to have an effect on us. If North Korea attacks South Korea, we have troops in South Korea. That's going to have an effect on us. Although not... Again, Israel, not part of NATO, but an ally. What do we do if Iran starts attacking Israel? There's going to be calls to defend Israel. Wine 695 Patriot 9572874. And just so you know, and we've re- we read this the other day, but it's still relevant. This new Iran nuclear deal, which is being negotiated for us by the Russians, by the Russians, makes perfect sense, is going to protect Russia's trade with Iran. So they're going to have a way to evade sanctions imposed by the United States. And even if Germany pretends to sanction Russia, they're going to continue to trade with Russia through Iran because Germany currently trades with Iran. But there's a $10 billion contract on the table for the Russian government to build a nuclear power plant in an oil-rich nation that doesn't need it. And you're supposed to believe that the Iranians and the Russians are going to work together to make a Peaceful, nothing more than peaceful enrichment. Get the hell out of here. Russia's going to give Iran the bomb that they've always wanted, and they're going to do it with the protection of this stupid Iran nuclear deal. This is, this is madness. Madness. Absolute madness. The nation that is now waging war on Ukraine is the nation that has taken the lead in the negotiations on behalf of the United States to secure for themselves a $10 billion contract to help the Iranian government enrich uranium. And you're supposed to believe that there are safety measures and precautions in place to prevent them from getting a nuclear weapon. Are you out of your mind? Wine six ninety five Patriot nine five seven two eight seven four. There's another thing to add in here. Isn't it amazing that the story 
that Russians are showing up on the Mexican border right now, on the U.S.-Mexico border. Russians. Russians and Ukrainians. How are all these people getting here? How are they getting here? They're getting here. We refuse to secure our border. If you don't think that Russia would start staging up in Cuba, Cuba, if you don't think the movie Red Dawn would become documentary, this is, I mean, there's, I've, I, I don't even know if I've touched more than the surface here. We have no idea. And you know what's really sad is that as we're moving towards authoritarian socialism in this country, and I'm going to get into more about the spending, we're turning our apparatus inward. We're turning our intelligence services against the people, law enforcement against the people. I don't know how long it'll be before the military's turned against the people. But we're turning, our, our government is turning its power against the people, which is what, what happens in authoritarian socialism. Socialists project their power inward. Just one other point, though. How many of you actually read the appropriations text for assistance to Ukraine? Listen to what's in there. U.S. Agency for Global Media, $25 million to combat disinformation and maintain communication links for independent information for Ukraine. Why are we spending money on foreign media? The U.S. Agency for International Develop, also known as USAID, $2.65 billion for international disaster assistance to provide emergency food assistance, health care, and urgent support for vulnerable populations and communities inside Ukraine. Wait, wait. And the region. The region? How many other nations are we giving money to? How many other nations are we going to be giving money to here? It seems like we're just doling out money again and nobody actually read it. That's only the bottom half of this. Now again, we can help the Ukrainians. We can assist them militarily with hardware, not troops. But we don't need to be funding foreign media. There is no reason to fund foreign media. There's $25 million for the operating expenses of the Ukrainian government in there. Biden said that Putin's going to pay. If you read this five-page list of things, it sounds like we're going to pay. It sounds like when Putin wrecks another country, we pay for it. Not Putin. You can join me live on the Wilkow Majority, Monday to Friday, noon to 3 east, 9 to noon west, on Sirius XM Patriot, channel 125.